This is IsAware, powered by Intersoft Associates. IsAware is your connection to exploring the systems and software that power businesses like yours with expert insight, experience, and advice. Welcome back to IsAware. I'm Chris Bitliff, and I'm joined, as always, by Abe Unger and High Goldstoff at Intersoft Associates. And guys, today I thought we would talk a little bit about um, what is business intelligence, and and maybe let's take a uh, a 101 level kind of approach to it. If we're introducing uh, some business leaders, maybe small or medium market sized businesses that, I don't know, have heard about it, maybe have, have read or seen a few things about it, but aren't really sure how to apply it to their business, its value. Maybe they're already doing some things with, with BI or business intelligence and they don't even know it. So Abe, let, let me kind of start with you. What are some examples? I'm thinking about data mining. Tell me what that is and how it's valuable. How do I connect sort of some of my company's KPIs or metrics uh, where where business intelligence can help me do that? Maybe you've got some thoughts or ideas on how I can sort of start to understand the examples of business intelligence so that I can apply them to my business. Sure. So the, the concept of business intelligence is really data intelligence is taking the data that you have, the information that you have available, and using that to make decisions based on that information. So it's taking data that you may or may not have collected. Data mining is the concept of getting all of that data and drilling down into that data and looking into the pieces and using that data to do something more than just what the data is. So in today's day and age, you know, we have plenty of storage space collecting all of this data from all these different data points, whether it's internal systems, external systems, communicating systems, all of this information is being put together in like this huge filing cabinet, but no one wants to look into the filing cabinet and see what's in it. The business intelligence process is how can we take that information and use that and take that information, make it usable without having to go in there and look through every single piece of paper, but make get information out of that that you can actually use to make decisions for the business, whether it's understanding profit and loss, whether it's understanding other um, Order, order items that are, you have an order processing system and you're, you're dealing with inventory and what, what's going off the shelf, what's not going off the shelf or any other business process. And then also using that information for future decisions. What can you do in the future? Where are you focusing? Where are you not focusing? Where should you focus? And that's where this business intelligence can help in terms of gathering and processing that data to give you information to make better decisions. Hi, do you... Um... Do you think that there's, as you are encountering your 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 clients and and the folks that you work with, is the data mining, which is as Abe points out, is kind of the accumulation of data, is that a point of friction or is it what do we do with the data? So I think there's a lot of companies that aren't collecting data or the right data, and then there's companies that have, as Abe says, file cabinets full of this stuff. But what do we do with it? Where do you think the bigger problem uh, exists? I think the biggest problem is inertia. They're, you know, they're doing what they've been doing, you know, for years and it's worked. And they're not thinking about what other assets they have um, that can be exploited, that can give them much more information, that can do, you know, the kinds of analysis uh, that were not possible before. Um, there are so many examples, you know, um, ranking your products, ranking your salespeople. You know, how are they doing? How are they ranked within your organization? Not so much, you know, are they meeting their goals, but, you know, come up with some metrics where you can rank um, whatever element it might be 
um, you know, across a whole bunch of different categories. How do they how do they come, you know, one to end? And, you know, and you, you, you can do it on gross numbers. You can do it on ratios, wh whatever is appropriate. We did one for a brokerage firm uh, many years ago that ranked their branch offices and how how well they do, which today is, you know, there are no branch offices. Everybody's virtual. Uh, but, you know, we rank their branch offices, we rank their brokers. And interestingly enough, when we ranked their brokers, uh, in, in, as we were developing the software, we found that a broker in Miami, Florida, was getting 90%, 94%, I believe, of all his, all his commissions were coming from options in Florida, where there are old people. That shouldn't be, you know, that shouldn't be trading that. And we alerted them to that. We mentioned that. It says, could this be accurate? They said, yes, it is. They were ahead of the curve because of the data. And when Forbes came out with an expose on this one guy, they were ready. Interesting. So, you know, it, it, it and that was, look, that was, obviously, we were doing something over there. Uh, that was luck. Um, you know, we were good, but that was also luck. But there's a lot of elements that you can do in your data to rank. There's so much you can do, not just about, you know, taking history. This is what happened. But what else are we doing? How, how can we get better? You know, you just can't get complacent. And it gives you the tools to get better. That requires a bit of imagination. And you can kind of test that going forward. Because you can test that in real time. You can test that looking at trends. You know, um, who are you? In the case that I said, you know, just with sales reps. As you're dealing with those that are underperforming, you can do a number of different things. You can mentor them, or you can take the Jack Welch approach and fire the bottom 12%. But whatever your culture is, it allows you to act, and you're not sitting there, well, he's over quota, so he's okay. Well, he may not be okay. IsAware is powered by Intersoft Associates, your software consultancy that will help you to maximize revenues, reduce costs, and streamline work processes with the right IT solutions. Intersoft Associates delivers strategic consulting and custom software development, together with support and enhancement to help modernize and manage the software that helps your business run. Visit us at intersoftassociates.com. It's really some great illustrations. This idea of kind of ranking uh, branch offices, which you know, I think that's still, I think that's still relevant. Imagine the potential that we have when we can just sort of objectively see there's a lot of cultures where somebody will be in the sales force or whatever for let's say it's an older organization for 20 30 years and they maybe aren't carrying their weight but everybody likes him or he's a good golfer or whatever and uh, when you can objectively put numbers to whatever and say look here's here's the opportunity for some improvement or for some decision making I think that's critical. You said something right at the start, though, High, where you said inertia, and you said companies have been doing whatever they've been doing, and they've, they've it's been working. I think if you're not paying attention to these things, you have an idea that things are working according to your status quo. But as we've talked a little bit before, Abe, what am I missing out on if I'm not taking advantage of some of these things, if I'm just rolling along the way I've always been rolling along, technology has dramatically changed in even the last five years, but let's call it seven or 10. And if I just haven't really done anything with any of that, if business intelligence hasn't really been something that I'm doing much with, where am I, especially where the marketplace and with the competitive landscape, where am I, uh, what am I missing out on? Well, 
that's what it is, right? If if you're not paying attention to things that are happening in the world and you're letting everything everything pass you by, then everything will pass you by. And that's the last thing you want in your business is to be left out in the cold. Um, the trend or the, the issue here following the trends, you're, you're looking at information that's going to help you. So why wouldn't you want to address it? Right. And I understand there are people out there who you hear business intelligence and you get nervous. So that sounds expensive or that sounds complicated. And the answer is it's not. Uh, it can be, sure, but that doesn't mean that it is. But you have to actually start. Get in there. Take a look at it. Get us involved. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about what information you have. What can we do with that information for you and how you can use that? Because otherwise, yes, you, you're going to be outdated like the software or like the hardware. And eventually everything is going to fail and go kaput. And you're going to be out there with, with, with that as well. So, you know, look into it. It's not something that's overly complex, at least not the conversations. What information can you glean out of that? What can you do with your business? And who knows what, you know, how, how far you can grow once you have that information. I and also, you know, and also there are, you know, a lot of companies um, in, in many industries that are doing well now uh, during, during, during this COVID time. And as opposed to, you know, sit back and uh, pat yourself on the shoulder you're doing well, double down on how you can stay relevant. So, you know, you're complacent, hey, things are going really well. You know, you've got the, you know, you've got the profit coming in, certainly invested on in how you can, you know, grow the business even further in a whole manner of ways. And certainly business intelligence is one of them, uh, where you can improve things that need improving. They may not be obvious, but, you know, if once you drink, dig down into the numbers or into the, into the data, whatever it may be, you know, it'll it will pop out. Not every time, uh, but but it's a time to you know invest in that. And I mean, I would recommend investing in marketing also. But it's uh, uh, kind of out of my uh, realm of, of expertise. Are there certain industries uh, high? I'm thinking about healthcare. I'm thinking about publishing. I'm thinking about finance, where. Um, the further away you are from being really sharp and really sort of leading edge with your business intelligence, the the more you're going to suffer uh, or flipped it around where really having a business intelligence strategy is essential to your growth trajectory. If you're the only game in town, you know, and everybody wants your product, I don't know of anybody like that. If there was somebody, I'd love to buy them. Right. Um, you know, everybody, you know, and if you are that person, there's someone else saying, you know, I want to be there. You know, I want to, uh, you know, I can do a better job. You know, that, that's what, what that, that, that's how Mike Bloomberg, you know, was successful with his company, with Bloomberg. Uh, as, as he once said, you know, the reason we're able to succeed against Reuters and some of the other, you know, data providers is we can, you know, act on, you know, we can turn on a dime. These guys, it's like turning a battleship on the ocean. And that's what made that that's what allowed them to succeed. They're able to, you know, go after the Reuters and Atelerates from back then and provide, you know, a platform that was better, that was all consolidated, and ultimately continue to improve it. So these guys became, you know, in terms of that area of, you know, of data, you know, became obsolete. So if there's someone that's that's got that, you know, that profile, there's someone coming after you. Interesting. Abe, are there certain platforms 
you know, kind of the off the shelf thing or the do it yourself thing, certain things I can kind of plug and play that can get me going or get me started or ex- get me better exposed to my data. And then when do I know or where's the right point where uh, having a more customized look, even if it means doing more uh, or, or more tailored things with those tools is probably your better bet. So there are tools that you can use. There are tools that you can use to connect to your data and run some queries and give you some pretty pictures in terms of um, you know what it is that you're looking at. Um, you do have to be <clears throat> a little bit technical to set those up uh, because they usually mean connecting to your data or data stores or databases and running some actual queries. Um, some are more graphical, some are not, um, but unless you really know what you're looking for, those are not really gonna give you a good idea of what's going on. So if you're looking for something very specific, <clears throat> you know, uh, that, that's gonna be a tool that can work for you. If you're really just not sure, you got a lot of data and you have no idea what it's gonna do for you, then your better bet is gonna be to talk to somebody, start talking about, you know, what it is that you have, because they're gonna, want, they're gonna be the ones who have the expertise. And when I say they, I mean us, um, who have the expertise who understand where to look in that data and what to do with it. So understanding your business is going to help, but then understanding the underlying structures of what that data is and what it can give you, that's really when you wanna start talking to somebody. And the earlier you talk to somebody, the better you're going to be because they'll have thoughts that you hadn't thought of. They'll have ideas that you hadn't thought of. So they can use that in terms of the analysis and the project so that it's not just, I'm looking for A, how do I get it? It's more like, we got so much data, I can give you A, B, C, D, and E, and it's all just a bunch of queries. And from there, actionable data. Mm. That's really what you want out of this process. And it really is also a collaborative process. You know, you don't know, you mean, you have a sense of what the data is and, you know, Hopefully it'll confirm your, you know, your assumptions. Uh, but you also start collaborating with people with different, you know, experience, different types of experience. Again, where, you know, and what what we like to do and have done in many different places comes to a game of one and one equals three, you know, and, and we're really good at what we do. The client is really good at what he does. And we're coming at the problem from different from different approaches. And oftentimes we bounce things off each other and, you know, oh yeah, I didn't think of that. And then you start developing these various analyses or these various uh, observations into a way to really, um, really go after the data. Abe Unger and High Gold Star from Intersoft Associates. This is a really good conversation, I think, to kind of level set a little bit about this idea of business intelligence, even if I've been doing it. Uh, maybe I have some new or, or, or reframing questions to ask. And I love what you've shared around inertia and just around some of the basics and essentials of business intelligence. We'll take this with us into some of our next conversations. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Take care. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for IsAware. And a special thanks to our subscribers. Consider becoming one today. IsAware is powered by Intersoft Associates, who believes the more you know about your IT, the better. Visit us at InnersoftAssociates.com and schedule your free consultation to talk about how custom software can help your business.